0: This podcast comes to you from the Pixel Labs podcast studio. As the world of marketing evolves, so must brands when faced with new challenges. We help brands grow by identifying opportunities that have real results. Welcome to the Raising Brand Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Raisin Brand Podcast. My name is Aaron, and I'm a brand strategist with Pixel Labs, and I'm joined today by uh, with Serenity, who is a graphic designer at Pixel Labs. Serenity, nice to have you on the Raisin Brand Podcast.
1: It's nice to be here. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, we have an awesome topic today that I'm really excited about. Um, this was actually an article based on an article that we wrote, oh, probably about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the idea of brand decks. Um and so, Trinity. I don't know if you just want to get us started, but kind of in your own words, how would you define what a brand deck is?
1: To me, a brand deck is basically a tool that showcases a brand mission and their uh, statement and what they want to do and um, just kind of like what the whole purpose is and what the brand strives mm-hmm. to be.
0: Mhm. And usually it's kind of in um, almost like a slideshow format. Yeah, Mhm. It
1: is in a slideshow. Um.
0: You know, and something that I think comes up a lot is you know. Okay, so there's there's branded decks, there's style guides. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of talk about like what what some of the similarities are or differences are between those?
1: Well, typically, a uh, brand deck is, like you said, a slideshow that showcases the mission statement, the visual of a brand, and the style guide is included in the brand deck. But the style guide is kind of like um, what to use from the brand. Like, you know, you've got the logos, the colors, the fonts, and it just kind of is like an overview of the brand and its um, colors and mm-hmm. things like that. Though, so, yeah.
0: yeah, no, and, and and really, it sounds like it's a really important tool for folks to to be aware of because from this, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into all those things. Mm-hmm. But when you have a tool like that, that has to be really helpful. Um, as a designer, you know, if this has already been put together, that can be referenced. Um, you know, I think about like websites or posters, you know, anything mm-hmm. that would need to be made. Um, yeah, no. So that's, that's really great. And I think you, you captured it while well, the differences between, you know, style guide is something that, is very important but it's a little bit different where it doesn't include that mission doesn't include the vision um, but really within the scope of that brand deck that's where all that stuff kind of gets put together Mm -hmm. Um, you know we talked a little bit about how brand decks are helpful to organizations Um, if you had a recommendation you know at what point should organizations start thinking about putting something like that together
1: I think they should start thinking about it right away in my opinion, because um, what it, is that it helps set that brand up for who they're gonna like target for the audience, and it's really important to know your audience as well because that way you know you know exactly what statement you're gonna put down and like what you're gonna accomplish, and then that helps um, the audience understand you better as well. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and actually I, I keep saying organization, but I'm sure it's valuable for just somebody. Say they have mm-hmm. like a YouTube channel or a TikTok account or anything. Yeah. Um, I have to imagine it would be beneficial to them as well.
1: It would be, yeah. Awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um so, you know, I imagine you being a designer, you know, you play with all the fancy tools, um mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of designing, but um, and I, and I know you could really make something very beautiful using those products. Um, so a question would be, could somebody, you know, going back to that, maybe a solo brand, a person that has a social media account, um, do they need, like, the Adobe Suite to make one of those, or are there other tools that they could do to do it themselves?
1: Um, they can use other tools, such as, like, a PowerPoint or a Keynote or something like that, just some tool that allows you to edit, you know, what you need to edit and um, input whatever pictures you need um, or visuals and things like that. Though, so, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And what are some example visuals that you maybe would recommend putting in there for future reference?
1: Well, typically, like maybe if you're selling like services are good, like it would be like mock-ups of like how your product looks um, or previous examples that you've had on like past clients and things like that. You know, you want those examples in there.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And then thinking about, you know, so this is something that folks can put together. you know, they, they of course can use the really nice tools, but depending on where they're at kind of in their business journey, you know maybe they, they can't afford the, uh, the subscription yet to the Adobe products. Um, mm-hmm. But then thinking about keeping your brand fresh through time, how often and how often do you think that brands need to look at updating um, their brand deck, which maybe maybe includes website logo, colors anything like that how often do you think that should be considered
1: i think it depends on the market at the time um just because the market is always changing and things like that but like let's say you created this in like 2005 and um it's 2023 now and i'm sure it like more modern and you know you want to think about that like what is like you know the times like and um who are you trying to reach out to during these times than you were previously you know Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's definitely a balance between updating your brand too much Mm -hmm. where it almost probably you're always you know it's just always happening and and really you're not able to use it or exercise it for lack of a better word Mm -hmm. um but then there's definitely you know a time where you can there's definitely you know a time where you can wait too long yeah and it looks stale um can you think of any brands that come to mind that maybe currently are in that too stale time frame and that's kind of an off the wall question but
1: <laughs> I'm not sure but I was looking at like previous brands who have updated and like I didn't even realize but like you know certain brands like taco Bell and mm-hmm. things like that how they like upkeep their brand model like they just recently changed in 2016 and you know that's pretty recent and um you know it just shows that you know you have to kind of know when to strike for your branding so it's just definitely something to think about for sure
0: yeah well and and i like what you mentioned too one thing that's interesting is um some folks go above and beyond in mm-hmm. terms of promoting when they change something. Yeah. Um, did you by chance see the Staples video that came out I think a year or two ago?
1: I did not. They updated know. their logo. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I feel like I can I can just imagine Zach giggling in the next room because I know that we watched it together but they had this whole um, this whole conference event and then the idea was they were rebranding new logo you know, freshening it up, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember all that they did, but basically the logo before, like all it did was just like, just angled, like just the smallest amount. And then there were like explosions, like, like fireworks. Like (laughs) it was this small, small change Mm -hmm. that really should probably have went, you know, unnoticed, just kind of like what you said with Taco Bell, that just kind of in the background, they're always making sure it's updated. Mm -hmm. Um, There was an example here locally that we just saw recently where an organization was really pushing out like this rebrand that they were doing really excited really excited to share with everyone um and then it was just like a small change just to keep it updated so folks were like this isn't even different yeah um so that's interesting you know but i also i'm not sure if you're familiar with like dole the fruit company
1: yeah I am actually
0: um but if, if my memory serves they've had a very similar logo for a long long time yeah But there's something about, like, the history of that brand that almost keeps it relevant. Mm -hmm. So it probably just really depends, like you said, on the market, um, you know, who your customers are. You know, is it something where you need to showcase that you've changed and have updated through times? But,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: oh, my gosh, those are a lot of good points. Um,
1: Yeah, and I think it's important to, like keep track of your customers, because sometimes your customers may change as you grow throughout the years. So you have to think about that, like, you know, like, is my audience younger, older, you know, or are they the same, things like that, because it's always an ever-growing, you know, market, and it's important to keep that in mind, so. mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, and so now I'm gonna get a little bit more specific. We've talked about high level, what a brand deck is, how it can be helpful, mm-hmm. but for you very specifically as a designer, working with an an organization talk about um i'm trying to think about the best way to word it but so say you're going to work for an organization and they don't have a brand deck Mm -hmm. and they want you to design something talk about what that would be like and then compare it to designing for an organization that does have that all put together Mm -hmm. um is the one that you prefer like what are the pros and cons of that
1: Well, I feel like I would prefer one who does have a brand deck, um, and that's really just because, um, to me, it shows that they are thinking ahead about um, who they're trying to target for the audience and what they want to sell as a brand. Um, If I were to do one that didn't have a brand deck, it would be a little bit harder to design because to me even though it's not exactly a style guide it does help me like realize like what is their purpose like what are they doing this for and if I'm designing without that idea in mind then it might be hard for me to pinpoint you know like the design that they want. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Well and that can lead to I just imagine it can lead to frustration you mm-hmm. know on your part but then you know if, if you're having to ask a lot more questions to yeah. the organization it mm-hmm. could lead to frustration on their part mm-hmm. um, so really there's a lot of value it sounds like in thinking through this ahead of time um, and putting that together. So.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, even if it didn't exactly have a brand deck, maybe they could have an outline ahead of time as well of like, here's what we want for our brand deck in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, like an outline is definitely important to have because it doesn't have to be detailed or anything. It could just be quickly like one word, two words or something, just something that puts it on paper in a way. You know,
0: yeah. Well, and, and that's a great point, too, you know, if you're not at a point where you can put together the whole thing, mm-hmm. like just start somewhere,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, so if you have your mission and vision together. Great. If you, you know, have a general idea of what colors you're interested in, but maybe don't have the like exact hex codes. Um, so maybe there's uh, if you had to give a recommendation, you know, thinking of it from a design perspective, um, what are like the first key things That somebody should think about um when putting you know some sort of style guide or brand act together do you have any recommendations
1: Mm, i think for one they should think about how their logo looks so you know if their logo is like as simple as like you know the nike swatch you know like Mm -hmm. how does that fit into the whole thing you know or if it's a little bit more complicated you know, like how does the logo look? And then, um, colors. I know brands can have a hard time choosing their colors because a lot of times you're like, well, what color do I want? You know, it's like there's too many colors to choose from. Mm-hmm. And I know one thing that we mentioned in the article was choosing like a color wheel and seeing like which colors are complementary with each other and seeing like does it speak to you? Like, you know, how well do those colors match? And, um, what feeling do they evoke from you? Like, when you yeah. think about your brand and things like that. So.
0: Yeah. And that's, oh my gosh, that's something that I think is really interesting um, mm-hmm. is the psychological aspects of color, yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole nother podcast probably, but yeah, no. So that's great. So what I'm hearing from you is um, for organizations or folks starting out who care about brand consistency, mm-hmm. um, professionalism, you know, they should start out thinking about, okay, what's my logo going to look like? What's it going to look like on Facebook? What's it going to look like printed? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm sure you've seen where folks have you know, and sometimes that's cool. They have, um, you know, maybe their name in like a stylized font. Yeah. Um, and when it's really big, it looks very nice. But then when you shrink, shrink it down, you, down yeah.
1: you lose all those details. Well, and
0: things. sometimes you can't even read it, yeah, you know, you especially if there's like subtext underneath it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so considering those things so that you don't have to find that out when you want to print something and it's like, oh, my gosh, should I do the wrong logo or anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cool. So I think those are really some, some very good action steps for folks to consider, you know, with their brands, starting their own brands. But then as they grow um, and invite others to help them, you know, designers, videographers, anything, um, you know, how do I make sure that the, those relationships are, are productive and moving forward and trying to limit friction? Um, are there any final thoughts that you have related to Brand X or... Um, Any final recommendations that you would share with folks?
1: Um, Well, I would just say make sure that you do have a professional who is creating your brand deck or someone who kind of knows what they're doing in terms of the brand deck just because you don't want it to look like, you know, someone just made it in a minute or something like that. Um, And you could yourself create a brand deck as well as long as you have those, you know, like guides and things like that. Um, and especially like let's say you wanted as a diner to do it, but you have like your own idea in mind, you could always create like a rough draft, and then that the diner can go from there and you know create it for you as well. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think the the biggest thing I hear there is is make sure you put a lot of time into yeah. it. Don't just slap it together.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then it definitely get help if, if you're going to need it, especially when you start sending it out. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if you're sending it out and folks are like, what is this? Like, this isn't helpful. You never want to be in that situation. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, thank you so much yeah, for your time mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate it. And I think that this was a really good topic. Um, you know, again, the, we wrote an article about it and we just felt like we needed to have this conversation just talking about it. So, mm-hmm. I really appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and thank you everybody for tuning in to the Raising Brand Podcast. We release once a week on YouTube and all the places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So make sure you follow along. Um, we're always releasing content on YouTube, so follow us along there as well. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Raising Brand Podcast powered by Pixel Labs. Remember to subscribe to stay up to date on all things Raising Brand.